What's up guys, it's John. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this video. I've got some links in the description below for some cool X-Files merch if you're interested. So let's go ahead and get right into it. The X-Files is a science fiction drama created by Chris Carter. The X-Files series aired from September 10th, 1993 all the way through May 19th, 2002. The X-Files spanned nine seasons, and uh, they actually shot 202 episodes and two movies. They later went on to shoot a tenth season, which was only six episodes, and that premiered on January 24th, 2016. The revival of the tenth season actually got really good ratings, so Fox announced in April of 2017 that the X-Files would be coming back for an 11th season and they were going to be doing 10 episodes. So, if you don't already know, the X-Files basically revolves around two FBI agents, Fox Mulder, played by David Duchovny, and Dana Scully, played by Gillian Anderson. These two FBI agents uh, go through old, unsolved, cold case files from the FBI that involve paranormal activity. Mulder actually believes in paranormal phenomenon and the existence of aliens, while his partner Scully is a medical doctor and a little bit skeptical of the entire thing. Scully was initially assigned to follow Mulder and try to debunk his work on the X-Files so that he could return to mainstream cases. Over the course of their investigations, the two become part of an agenda of the government to keep the existence of extraterrestrial life a secret. While this is kind of an underlying theme of the series itself, two-thirds of the episodes were actually just kind of Monster of the Week episodes, which were kind of commonplace back in the 90s. The X-Files series was actually inspired by many of the other episodes or feature elements of suspense and speculative fiction, such as The Twilight Zone, Night Gallery, Tales from the Dark Side, Twin Peaks, and The Night Stalker. The first seven seasons actually featured both FBI agents pretty much equally throughout the episodes. However, the next two seasons focused more on Gillian Anderson's character, Dana Scully. Following this, they actually brought in a new character, John Doggett, who was played by Robert Patrick, a.k.a. The Terminator, and a few other new characters. However, without Mulder being a part of the show, many fans felt a little bit disappointed in the turn. Nevertheless, the ball was already rolling, and people were absolutely in love with the X-Files. Some of the storylines, the monsters they created really touched the heart of the American public, and the X-Files phenomenon actually grew overseas. Now, although the X-Files itself was an American TV show, the first five seasons were actually filmed and produced in Vancouver, British Columbia. However, after that, the series actually moved to Los Angeles, California to accommodate David Duchovny. The series did, however, return to Vancouver to film the X-Files movie, I Want to Believe, as well as the 10th and 11th seasons of the series. By this point, the X-Files had become a pop culture icon. Everybody was on board with it. Conspiracy theories kind of came out of some of the storylines. Um, 
It had just taken the country by storm. It was definitely a force to be reckoned with for anyone who was interested in the sci-fi genre. There were video games, there were board games, they made all kinds of t-shirts, merchandise. You could even buy uh, Dana Scully or Fox Mulder's ID badge online pretty readily. And a lot of people did because it was such a huge part of American culture during the 90s and 2000s. The X-Files was actually so popular that it even had a spin-off entitled The Lone Gunman, which was basically following around three gentlemen from the TV show themselves. Three kind of uh, unlikely nerds, we'll say, that themselves had a very cult following of loyal fans. So let's dig a little bit deeper into this. So the general idea, The X-Files, follows the careers and personal lives of the two agents. Mulder himself, a talented profiler and strong believer in the supernatural. He's also adamant about the existence of extraterrestrial life and its presence on Earth. Uh, this set of belief kind of gives him the nickname Spooky Mulder, which is mentioned in several of the episodes. The department itself uh, typically like to go with the more mainstream cases. However, the X-Files were investigated by Dana Scully and Fox Mulder. Uh, his belief in the paranormal kind of springs from the abduction of his sister Samantha Mulder uh, when he was 12 years old. His personal involvement with his sister having been abducted kind of drives him throughout the show and keeps him focused on trying to reveal the truths that he believes are being kept by human authorities. While Agent Scully herself is extremely skeptical, she approaches every case with a complete detachment uh, with Mulder's beliefs. She focuses more on the scientific and medical aspects of the cases while trying to prove that there is a logical explanation for everything that they are seeing. And while fans absolutely love the storyline of the X-Files episodes, everybody kind of wanted to see one particular thing. They wanted to see these two hook up. Everybody was really focused on these two need to be together. I don't know if it was just that their on-screen chemistry was just so magnificent, or if perhaps it was just the opposites attract theory. You know, he believes in one thing, she definitely does not believe in it, and we just wanted them to come together and love one another. Over the years, fans actually sent around petitions, um, having them signed to try to get these two to marry one another in real life. However, it was just not in the cards. Duchovny himself married someone else, as did Gillian Anderson. So, let's talk about casting for just a moment. David Duchovny had worked in Los Angeles for three years prior to the X-Files. He kind of wanted to focus more on feature films. However, in 1993, his manager, Melanie Green, gave him the script for the pilot episode of the X-Files. Now, Green and Duchovny were both convinced that the script was solid. So, he auditioned for the lead. David's audition went terrific. He talked rather slowly, but it worked out. While the casting director of the show was very positive towards him, Carter thought that he was not particularly intelligent. He asked Duchovny if he could please imagine himself as an FBI agent in the future. Duchovny, however, turned out to be one of the best-read people that Carter knew. Anderson's audition for the role of Scully in 1993 could not have went better. 
She was very involved, and she later recalled that she could not put the script down. The network wanted either a more, we'll say, taller, leggier, blonde, breastier actress to play the part of Scully rather than the 24-year-old Anderson. The theater veteran, with a minor in film experience, actually made it work out quite well, and she was believable as the part of Agent Scully. It was actually Chris Carter who told the network that Gillian Anderson was Dana Scully, and she was perfect. And this point was really driven home as far as Dana Scully's position and Anderson playing that role. Um, she actually won the Screen Actors Guild Award in 1996 and 1997, and an Emmy Award in 1997, and a Golden Globe in 1997. She was perfect for this role. Now, it's hard to talk about the X-Files without touching on the music. The music was incredible, and the theme itself was iconic, and still is today. The music was composed by Mark Snow, who initially got involved with the X-Files through his friendship with the executive producer, Goodwin. The theme itself for the X-Files used more instrumental sections than most dramas actually did at the time. The uh, theme for the X-Files, the whistle effect itself, was actually inspired by the track How Soon Is Now by the Smiths' 1985 album Meat Is Murder. After attempting to craft the theme with different sound effects, Snow used a Proteus II rack mount synth with an effect called Whistling Joe. After hearing this, Chris Carter was taken back and noted that it was going to be good. One interesting side note was that the echo effect on the track itself was created completely by accident. He felt that there needed to be some revisions and it was still not right. Chris Carter walked out of the room and Snow put his hand and forearm on the keyboard in frustration. By doing so, he actually activated an echo effect setting and the resulting riff Carter thought was fantastic. Snow was also later tasked with composing the score for both of the X-Files film, and it worked out just wonderfully. The opening sequence, or opening credits, were produced in 1993 for the first season of the show, and they remained unchanged until David Duchovny left the show. Any X-Files fan will tell you that that opening credit scene where you see kind of the warped face was one of the scarier things and uh, the hand with the person falling into it, it uh, really set the stage for the show itself. I mean, what else can you really say about the X-Files? It's absolutely iconic for that era. Anyone who watched it usually felt just absolutely involved in the characters and what they were going through. Personally, when I watch The X-Files now, it kind of takes me back to my childhood. I was in high school, and this was an amazing show to watch. There wasn't much else on TV back at that time that was quite so gripping or enthralling as far as science fiction TV was concerned. And during that time frame, it really was a true phenomenon. Uh, you think about TV shows, you don't typically think about they had the shows themselves on VHS and DVD for the seasons. They produced toys that were X-Files related for Agent Mulder, Scully, Doggett. There were 
uh, a host of video games for PC for PlayStation 2. You could even get X-Files trading cards, X-Files board games. There were t-shirts. You could buy props or recreations of props from the X-Files television shows, and you could find clothing, t-shirts. There were keychains. You could get anything X-Files related. Now, that's not uncommon when you think about movies or kids' shows or children's movies, really, because you see cross-merchandising for all of these things. But from a television show, that was a big deal back in the day. Now, what I mean by that is, let's say, Frasier and Seinfeld, two very popular shows at that time, were excellent shows, but you would be hard-pressed to find a toy or doll of Kramer or Niles. This show is by far one of my personal favorites of all the TV shows I've ever watched. My wife and I still watch The X-Files on a regular basis, and I highly recommend if you haven't seen The X-Files, there's some links down below where you can buy the DVDs or find them over on Amazon. I'll put links to some of the great merchandise that I've found down in the description below. If you're interested in clicking on some of those and looking for some of the old memorabilia, I definitely recommend that. It is truly a cool feeling. I personally have both of their FBI ID badges. They're reproductions. They're not from the movie itself or from the shows. It's just a reproduction. But it's very, very cool to have a little bit of nostalgia to go along with some of the memories of watching the original shows. I'll never forget what it felt like to wait for that show and it finally comes on and... Um, you know, just getting to see what adventures were going to take place next. What monster was going to be on that week or what would the government be trying to suppress during that particular episode. For me personally, it has been absolutely amazing to go back and be able to make this video for you guys. I really do hope that you have enjoyed this, maybe even learned something about the X-Files. And I hope that you will give this video a thumbs up if you do like it. And I would love to know what your favorite episode was from the X-Files. So in the comments below, leave me a little comment. Let me know what was your favorite episode or what did you like most about this. For me, my favorite episodes were probably Quagmire, which took place in the lake with the monster. I also like Darkness Falls, which is where the loggers disappeared. Another one was Pusher and the sequel to Pusher. Those were great. Tombs was a great episode as well. It's really just, there were so many wonderful episodes that came out of this TV show. Thanks for watching, guys. Leave me a comment, thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe, and I hope you'll watch The X-Files soon.